Live from Neverland Rancho Studios in beautiful Long Beach, it's Far Out, starring Todd Perry, Buck Perez, and I'm your announcer, Elliot. What do you got? Mass produced in somewhere hot. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great. To the center of me is the fantastic announcer, Elliot. Elliot, it's been a minute since you've been on the show. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since the show's been around. Yeah, we've been on break. Um, but I'll get into that. Oh, mm, there we go. Broadcasting chops there. Uh, I'm a little concerned because we're here in our new studio, and I've been texting Buck. I'm like, hey, Buck, dude, where are you? Like, you're an hour late, and nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's we've been we've been here a while. I mean, we're all set up. We're we. I, I thought he was supposed to be. He got the right time, right? Or yeah, no, it's the same same email I sent you. Right. And I'm emailing Buck now. Normally, to not get a response from Buck Perez on a text message for uh, about 18 hours, maybe a day and a half, is completely the norm. But. There's one thing that's like the bat signal that I do to Buck when he doesn't respond to my text, and I just, I just question mark, question mark, question mark, send. And then, strangely, he gets right back to me. Now, the first text message, he's like, eh, I'm not going to bother with this one, right? And, and then the, the qu- three question marks usually gets him back, So, but still, I haven't heard anything. So it may just be Todd and Elliot for this show today. So uh, getting into what we're going to be doing today... On our first show back. Oh. Oh, it's Buck. Let's see what's going on here. Um, let's see. Buck, where the hell have you been? It's been like an hour, and me, me and Elliot have been waiting for you. Where are you? I'm at your house. Where are you at? I'm at my house. Where are you? <laughs> well, obviously you're not here, because there's new people here that I don't know, and they're asking me who the hell I'm at, and I just came around the back like I usually do. I hop the fence. I'm waiting to see Murray. Where's Murray? Murray's here. He's right outside the door of the studio. How am I supposed to know this, man? You don't call me anymore. I texted you ten times this week. I got no response. I sent question mark, question mark, question mark. You didn't even get back to me. You don't even realize we're in a new studio. Oh, shit. Well, that's what it is. I changed to a four question mark policy. If you hit me with three, that means it's okay. You know, it's like, it's like text talk. So, I'm sorry. If... It's 911 if you hit four times. Four times. I'm texting you the new address. I'll see you in 10 minutes. Hey, what's up? All right, Buck. Okay. Hey, good to see you, buddy. Nice to have you back here. So, this is the new digs. This is it. You like the new studio? As Michael Jackson said, this is it. And when yes. I say this is it, I mean, this is it. We've got all the uh, accoutrements. We've got crust from uh, Straw Hat that Todd's eaten. I've got a Whippet or a... <laughs> computer n- duster? Computer dust inhaler. This is good. Uh, Dude, yeah. Elliot, I dare you to take a hit. Oh, yes. 
Oh, yes. Right. The debauchery I, begins. I don't know if I've ever actually taken a hit of this. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I don't want to see you do a wham-wham. Don't do a wham-wham. I don't want to see you do a wham-wham. I've seen too many people do wham All right, let me... Oh, yeah, it works a little bit. Did you get it? Oh, no, I'm not going to do a big one. Oh, that tastes terrible. <laughs> you seriously did a wham That's gnarly. The Far Out Podcast is back. My first job was Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Okay, so that was another interruption my wife. So, okay... In order to get the show going today, A, we had to set up the new studio, right. which uh, Elliot helped me do, right? And then Buck doesn't know where the fuck we were recording. Huh? And then we get it going, and then my wife, once we get the show going, my wife comes in. I can't shut the gate, because there's a, there's a, our, our, it's hard to explain, but the studio is in our backyard, and like an old shed type of thing that the previous owner used to work on bikes in. Kill people. Yeah. Oh. Well, he would he would render them, I <laughs> yes. believe, in here. This is a torture chamber this right This is his here. chop shop. Yeah, this is a bad place. You feel the vibes once you walk in. This is the Robert Durst uh, <laughs> yeah. hangout. But this is the new Neverland Rancho Studios at my new home, mm. uh, Neverland Rancho in Long Beach, California. Huh? But there's a gate that you have to go through to get to the studio. Hmm. And my wife wanted to make sure that, like, you know, the soundproofing was good because it is soundproof that like the neighbors can't hear us. The new neighbors don't hear us taking whippet hits in the garage <laughs> nice. the first week we moved in. And so then my wife comes in. I can't shut the gate. And, and Buck, right before that. Yeah. I can't shut the gate. No in, one can shut the gate. In my defense, it's a hard to shut gate. And this is a new house. And the last thing I want to hear is Buck fucked up our house in the first <laughs> week. <laughs> Buck fucked that shit up in the first week. That's the last thing I want to hear. So. What I did was I took precautions. That doggy door that you had open, I shut it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to get a blade for that. Okay, that's not going to happen. And I went in and said, I- I'm done. My hands are up in the air just like this. I'm this, done. this is a new Buck Perez. Old Buck Perez would be like, you know what? Let me leave the... Well, you are good at leaving gates and doors open. Well, thank you. <laughs> so that the dogs can go where they like to go. Polly didn't travel that far. She didn't stray that far. She when she did go out, she doesn't eh, roamed around. Your dogs are full on just middle of the street motherfuckers, <laughs> which is they need scary. to go to the supermarket. <laughs> oh man, I was seriously like it was a scene out of Tarantino, like <laughs> like me going down the middle of the street, like chasing your dogs. It was it was straight up crazy. This is when Buck House sit for me a while yeah. back. Yeah. So we've got everything going on in the new studio, and the great thing is we we've got this studio. And there'll, there'll be pictures at faroutpodcast.com. Um, the thing is. The studio, uh, event, once you guys came in here suddenly, which was a nice, clean studio, oh. there's an FHM magazine with a, a big-titted woman on it. I believe her name is Tori Wilson. Please treat her with respect. There's She deserves it. There's cigarette lighters. There's beers now all over the whole place. There's pizza, uh, pizza slices. Now it suddenly went from... This was this urbane kind of nice studio I set up that looks kind of professionally done, uh. and now it's immediately trashed. Yeah. Within the first few minutes of the first show. Yeah. We're rock stars, motherfucker. Plus, it took a shit ton of time to get this shit going because of a cord. Yeah. <laughs> had me dig it through boxes. We've got a short in the mic. We can't record. And then I shit my pants. <laughs> no, then Elliot. <laughs> no, I didn't. Elliot comes over. <laughs> Elliot got here at like 6. It's like, what, 7.45 right now? Elliot came over at 6. And my wife had a whole bunch of boxes because, you know, our whole house is in boxes. So. Wait, wait. This is not permanent? I thought it was like a minimalist thing you were going for. I thought it was kind of, <laughs> oh, yeah. thought it was kind of cool, man. Uh, I like it. You know, no, no furniture, no nothing. I thought, oh, okay, I'm, I'm digging this. Yeah, mm-hmm. our living room could be a dance floor it's, right now. It's, an, it's anti-hoarder. 
You know, it's an anti-hoard. This is good. So all our shit's in boxes. And so then my wife's like, oh, could you move a couple of these boxes? So Elliot's over. And Elliot has like, he doesn't look like a strong guy, but he has like groundskeeper Willie Scottish strength. Yeah. You know? So Elliot picks up a box of books in a really heavy box. He was helping me lift it. And then... Uh, Going down to put down the box. Didn't want to just drop it because it's a pretty big fucking heavy box. Doing the squat... Admittedly, admittedly, doing the squat. I believe some chick in high school told me it was Papa Squat. That's what. It, that's how you're supposed to call it when you take a shit. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, putting the box down. Had some real shitty, cheap, old, fucking worn out jeans that have been shrinking on me for the past year. I'm sa- I'm calling skinny. No, I'm well, calling they, skinny they on now. these jeans. They weren't then. <laughs> so where did where where did they rip? Acid wash the skinny nuts. jeans. Oh, <laughs> it was a definite. Yeah, I had to go. Luckily, my parents don't live too far, so I had a pair of like work pants for if I ever have to do any repairs on their house. Now let me get this right. I believe you are a free baller. I I am, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a good two inch rip. Oh man! And it, it, it looked like the quality of the jeans that it could keep going like throughout the night if it wanted. <laughs> so I would have been really free balling. Oh wow! <laughs> so what would have been awesome is if my wife walked in the room and saw Elliot's furry nutsack yeah, hanging just out, like hanging out. Room. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're just all hanging out. Right now. <laughs> Everything's just hanging. Out. Just hanging out like just, a pair of nuts. Just uh-huh. some guys hanging out. <laughs> you know how guys hang out. <laughs> and so my wife, she opens up this box of books. And uh, it's like all these old books and magazines and stuff that I had. And she's like, Todd, I'm throwing away these porno mags. <laughs> wow. And wow. I'm like, I, I don't think I have any porno in yeah, there. This is not hardcore shit. This and, is, you know, late 2000s FHM. Yeah, it's like FHM. And it's a pic- picture of a big uh, boobed woman. And uh, you know what? Buck Perez was so kind, he wanted to take them all off my hands. I will take it off your hands. Yeah. And also... And also, I saw a box. Just, just to let you know, I saw a box that. Uh, <laughs> um, you're moving, moving in. You've got a box marked Goodwill. Mm-hmm. I'd like first dibs. <laughs> just saying straight up, like we can do it before or after. We can do it on the show, but maybe get a picture of me and what I what I wanted to choose out because I will wear it out. Oh no! The th- I will wear it leaving. Yo, can I get second dibs? I want first dibs. Maybe I think I had some pants in there. You could have worn. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> exactly. You're making him go for pants. No. Okay. When Buck and I were roommates back in the day, yeah, I would just randomly see Buck wearing my clothes in the house. Yeah, sometimes that happens. <laughs> like when we were in a band together, he we had a show to play, right? And we we took separate cars for whatever reason. I show up to the show and I see Buck, and I'm like. Should I mention the fact, Buck, that he's wearing my shirt? I don't think you did. No, I don't think you did. And I think, you know what? It wasn't something to wear. It was like I went in a drawer. You just or, went through my drawers to get... No, I didn't go through a drawer. I didn't go through a drawer, so I didn't feel guilt. Going through your drawers to get some drawers? <laughs> so it was my dirty clothes. It was that... something that was out, right, right. So I didn't feel so bad. Like, you know, Isn't that kind of like, worse? No, in a way, but not in a way. You know, it's bad, but not in my realm of thinking. Because I was like, okay, well, it's out. I didn't go droning for this thing. It's already out. And plus, it's dirty. 
when I wear it, it'll be dirtier and I'll clean it for. What are you in a fucking sorority? You're wearing <laughs> each other's clothes? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was that type of environment. It was it was definitely not a fraternity environment. <laughs> oh, you guys more, would do each other's nails yeah, and your it was, hair. It was more sorority. <laughs> Some yeah. facial masks. Yeah. Sometimes I like to spank Buck when he's wearing my clothing. <laughs> I you know, yeah, it, it, yeah we just we, we have the show and then I show up and Buck's wearing but this was like a blue like raver shirt with like an anime character on it. Yeah, you know what? It was. It was. Uh, he looked at me funny too. He th- he thought I was like single white female. Yeah, and mo- motherfucker. Like I'm trying to move in on his lifestyle. Like take over his part of the band. I think that. I think that's what he thought too. Anyway, so uh, far out podcast. We're back going. Still in bitter. Now we were talking about moving. About me moving into the new place. <laughs> Elliot, you have a fat chick keychain. This is mine. <laughs> That's mine, motherfucker. Was oh, that yours, Buck? Yeah. Buck, you have a fat chick keychain. What you talking? Uh, there's a Rolls Royce owner. Yeah, Rolls Royce owner thing on the keychain, so you know it's classic, baby. But here's the deal: the it's valet like, drivers love this. When, whenever you see a woman that's heavier, usually she got like a crazy ass keychain. Oh. Like skinny bitches carry like three keys. I never noticed this. Notice this. The, the size of a woman directly corresponds to the size of the keychain. A big girl will have like nine different sassy like keychain, like uh, like 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 things that say like 99% bitch, 1% angel or oh, something. I love those. Yeah. Normal people bother me. You know, these kind of things. Yeah. And then uh, and, and they'll have that all that dangling going on. I don't know what it is. It's like, it, I, I don't know. It's like a raccoon tail they're hiding in their purse. Hmm. But anyway, so uh, I the one thing was as I was moving, you know, you go through all your old shit and you get sentimental. Like it was very difficult for me to move because I keep everything. I'm like a I'm not a hoarder, but I just I have a sentimental attachment to everything I own. Uh, that's hoarding 101. Don't throw that away. <laughs> Don't throw that away. I <laughs> ate pasta out of that. Uh. <laughs> There's still pasta in there. It's I need sad, that, but true. That six-year-old chicken broth. I'm gonna need that. Uh, so, as I was going through, I found this like file, and it was a file that was taped shut from the last time I moved. So it was like mm. five years unopened. Like I was. This is some Ark of the Covenant shit, yeah, right? A file? Just a file. <laughs> And so I opened. What is this a Pelican brief? What did you find? Yeah, it, it, it was like one of these files. things you put your important paperwork in. <laughs> file. You know, like your financials, all this stuff. I'm sure you have one, Buck. I don't got a file. I don't file shit. Ain't no file on Buck Perez. I, oh, I got a, <laughs> I got a file for my bills. It's called the garbage can. That's my fucking file, baby. It's the round file. That's what I'm talking. So I'm going through this file, and I find, I find just stacks of notebooks, of poetry. Wow. That I've written. Oh, and, God. Uh, throughout you know, my high school days, I wrote a ton of poetry. I could, I could see this happening. The 90s was a weird time. Remember when MTV had, like, beat poetry? And, like, they did it. It, it was in conjunction with Unplugged when they were doing that bullshit. It was like MTV, like, slam poetry? Yeah, slam poetry. Exactly. And I remember for a minute, I'm like, yo, maybe I got to go down to Sacred Grounds and spoof some <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> maybe I got to do this shit. Because I was caught up in it, and I know you were too. Well, yeah, thank you. So, you know, I wanted, I thought, you know what? Maybe we can take a show where instead of, you know, making jokes or whatever, we can kind of, I don't know, reveal a little bit of my artistic side okay. and, and play some stuff. Because I think that if you look back at my poetry from <laughs> high school, that I was, you know, I kind of, I, I, you know, I'm a writer now. So it's like, where did it come from? You know, where did it start? You know, it started with me. 
in my emotions, maybe being alone in my bed with a oh Sharpie God. pen, and just kind of, you know, the distance between the heart and the pen can be uh, very close. You, it, it's all about, as a writer, kind of shortening that gap between the heart and the pen. Oh. And I feel like in a lot of this work, I did it. Is this it. one of your poems, The Heart and the Pen? Oh, I should have. I should have. Is this one of them? Uh, it, it is not, but uh, I could I could write that for you if you want that. I know you'd like to hear that. Do you consider yourself a pale writer? Oh, when you wrote this, were you watching? <laughs> were you watching my so-called life? <laughs> just wondering, or just thinking about how dreamy Jared Leto was? Well, I was thinking a lot about the fact that not I Claire I, Danes, by the way, that I had you know that dyed maroon hair. No. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I was wearing some clogs and yeah. a choke chain. Nice. Like a choker. Yeah. And uh, I was, you know, just sitting around. I had this mini backpack on. This is for real? Wait, wait. Was you, this... You're painting this picture for me. Wait, was this like 2005? Mini backpack? <laughs> mini backpack was a late 90s thing. Are you like a little raver girl or... I was. Huh. So I figure here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to... Elliot has a beautiful voice and we're going to... Let Elliot uh, read some of my poetry, and then Buck, I think you'll appreciate it. All right. So I figured a little bit of jazz music and uh, get some Ornette Coleman here. Oh, yeah. So, Elliot, what do we have here? Oh, what is this? This one is called Stop Motion Sheep. <laughs> Dance, recite, and flip. Just a living microchip. <laughs> Stealing air from trees. And taken space. No emotion past annoyed. Oh, God. Anything's to avoid. A point. Stealing air from trees and taking space. Glory to the stop motion sheep. Getting more of nothings they heat need. Glory to the stop motion sheep. Yeah, you're. You like that? You like that. You're very black militant. <laughs> you, you, this sounds like it's like... Well, if this, the, you, the times I've gone to Black Panther Party rallies, this is some of the poetry that it sounds like. Well, you know, a sheep is... It's a... Um, it's a white man. Yeah. That's <laughs> the white man. And it's glory, but it's a very sarcastic glory. Yeah. Glory to the stop-motion sheep. Yeah, you're right from a very, like... Black and angry perspective. I'll just say that you were a black angry youth. Well, you know, I we, we always and now that about, you're older, you're you are an angry black man. Well, I do do the show in blackface, as we yes, always. Wow. Oh yeah, always uh, yeah, say, always. and that's my artistic side. Right, that's my Jungian shadow. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, so I was stop motion sheep. I think that was really good. I can't wait for like somebody to blog about this and maybe post these pieces online. So it's like. You think you're that good? Yeah, I think it's you really think good. This yeah. shit is that good. I think it's really good. That was written in probably about 1993. Written in 19 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. Anything else in that pile? Right. Oh, there's plenty. We got plenty here. Just go on for days if you like. Um, <clears throat> Please stop. This one is untitled. Mm. Many of them are untitled. It's hard. The hardest thing is naming them. It's like children, you know? That's yeah. the hardest part? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this nuclear glow <laughs> of praying to TV show. Oh. Mixed with grape-flavored Cousin's Aid. For enlightenment, the easiest way. Aren't you amazed at how well we've been trained? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. But still not ashamed. Bravest of the brave. 
Oh, slam that down. If you feel that, it's also my inner black man talking about grape aid. Yeah, you're very angry, <laughs> yeah, dude. What, yes. what the hell is grape-flavored cousin's aid? <laughs> but if, you, if you don't get it, you don't get it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you have to ask, you'll never know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe That's may- what it is. Maybe you shouldn't be reading this. Maybe someone who actually gets where I'm coming from, Grape Flavored Cousins Aid. Everybody knows what that means. Yeah. You know what that means, Buck Perez? Not really. <laughs> this is not my thing. I'm glad I, I didn't do this because this is embarrassing. Did you espouse this in front of anyone? Did you go down to a coffee shop and do this? No, I might have like shown some of this work to maybe a, a loved one, a paramour, uh, a lady friend that I was interested in at the time. I might have to take Good. All right, this is a little longer one. <clears throat> Through rocks and scattered stones and lines of gathered clones. Mm, clones. Everybody. Wow. Nothing's too deep in sight. I sit in clothes too tight. The shell once purest white and the pearl still lost inside. So I'll find today. This is bad. I'm Steppens out to seek. I'm Steppens? <laughs> the light in all that's bleak. I'll find a way. <laughs> Show me the wood that were burned to ash. Show me the one true thing that lasts. Mm, that's good. From this hill, I can see a small trace of what's free. From the stars, <laughs> I can see now that it's going all around. From this hill, I can see a small trace of what's free. From the stars, I can see now that it's going all around. It slips through my gentle hand, flowing so through the dust and sand. Dust and sand. Let it free us from it all. Free us. Maybe, Buck, maybe you're just not free. Maybe that's the problem. <sighs> I'm inhibited. I am inhibited. Yeah. But you write shitty poetry. But no, I'm inhibited. You, but I'm steppins out. I'm steppins. I think the thing is, I think the the this this, is, this type of work is really offensive to people who are locked up inside. Like if you uh, were a free, like it's a, it's like, oh my god, I want to be free, but because I'm not free, I'm gonna shoot down. I'm hating on it. I'm gonna shoot down everybody acting free. <laughs> Everybody whose soul is not you get, controlled. You're getting Farrakhan on me. Not controlled by the man. This is your inner black voice. This is like you being a black man. No, but this is about being a man with soul. Doesn't oh necessarily God. have to be any race. Like I said, black. A truly free man doesn't doesn't see any color. All right. I, let's, I, let's, let's. I, I don't need to see it, but I, I know shit when I hear it. All right. And this is some shit. This is some shit. So, Elliot, let's let's really freak people out. Let's get really free let's here. Let's get you, freaky. Pick, pick a really good one here. Wow. Um, this this one is uh, definitely interesting. I gave it a. It t- yeah, I, I looked at this. <clears throat> Takes up the whole page. So this is lunch at Simble, C S U L B. Lunch at C S Cal State University Cal State Long, Long Beach. Beach. Oh. This was probably written in about 1995. Mm, wow. This is like when I was, I really had it. Like the distance between heart and pen was, it was inches. It was like my heart had a pen in it. <laughs> you're black, black heart. Because you're a black man. 
dark inside. Yes. Is he following me? She thinks. No, I'm not following you. He knows. Mmm. Mm. Soup sounds nice. What the hell is wild rice? Yeah. She should die to make my life easier. Where to sit? Hmm. Should I sit by anybody? I'll be someone who wants. Wants to meet people, but can't sit by anyone new. <laughs> this is about longing, by the way. This is shit. Quack, quack. Yes. Cherry Coke. Poor, poor, poor. Bubbles. Very gaseous. Oh, Bad geez. for the intestines. <laughs> Money. Gotta pay. Maybe four. No. Four dollar bill. Five will do. Not do. It's too crowded. Who here is alive? Or just clones? I'm alive. But are they? We all eat. I sit alone. Small table. I hope no (laughs) fat chicks sit by me. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say no fat chicks. No fat chicks. What does it say? What does it It say at the bottom of the page? No fat chicks. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. This is a new low. (laughs) Classic. You saved that. You literally saved that. I can honestly say. This was in my file. (laughs) File this one for me. Okay, maybe. You know what? All great work needs editing. Oh, Jesus. And I feel like maybe that could be good if A delivered appropriately and then maybe slicing off the... But that was the heart of a man coming to grips with his love and fascination with larger women. The no fat chicks, yeah. No. I later... So you got to see it along the lines of the evolution of an artist. Hmm. At this point, no fat chicks sit by me. Later... Chubby, chubby chasers. Chubby chasers, right. right yeah. Ellie, why don't you give me a piece of work right here? I want to try to read one, because I don't um, think you're communicating my no, work the way it not, needs to be done. He's not Denzel enough, you yeah. know? Here, I, this is from you a need... psychedelic man. This one's called Ethereal Blues. Oh, it's great. This, this needs a Denzel. It's got to be good here. File this one. Uh-oh. Ethereal Blues. <laughs> oh, swing it. My echo in me in my shadow's bad dream. Buying a mantra in a soda machine. We try to break through to see what we're in tune to. I am the sum of what I was, divided by all I never knew. Star child, come and save me from these (laughs) ethereal blues. It doesn't say star child, does it? (laughs) I am the sum of what I was, divided by all I never knew. Star child, come on and save me from these ethereal blues. Point at me. I'm all right. Okay, so I don't mind being ethereal blues because this is better than that. This next one's called Holding My Breath. Oh, Jesus. Hypnotized by fluorescent madness of the saccharine souls, magnetized and random. I keep riding for the Big Bang to come, but if it hit, I'd be too numb. I just can't get away from this temptation. The catwalk of copper stars and burnouts still around, but just pounds of burdens to make another wave to hold suspense without any faith to really hold my breath. Did all the angels turn to CPAs? Wow. (laughs) I don't see you listen to a lot of metal and shit like that, but I see you listening to Rage Against the Machine and rocking out to this shit. Oh, yeah. This is is you definitely like... 
taking on the Zach de la Rocha yeah. and like wanting to be like political and shit. This well, is you. Well, there, you know, the thing, there's a theme running through all of the work of, of a crazed narcissism that everyone around him is a clone <laughs> yes. and not an individual, not free. Uh, I love how you referenced the 2001 Star Child to come save you. Mm. Yes. No. Actually, you know, you know, the Star Child was here. We need some more jazz here. Uh, I was I, the first time I really fried on acid. Mm. I was in. I was in. Um, oh boy, we got, we, got, we got some music going here. Okay, I was in uh, Joshua Tree, nice. and I was I was fucking done. This was like April twentieth, ninety seven or something. It was like funny enough Hitler's birthday. And yeah. it was for the Hellbop Comet. Remember the Hellbop Comet? Uh, sure. And that was, that was in the cult that uh, killed themselves. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. yeah, good times. Yeah. So I, I was in the middle of the desert, like at a rave, frying like heavy, heavy acid for the first time. And there was this girl, this blonde, who was like just, just kind of Heather Graham looking, just big blue eyes, blonde kind of ponytail hair, and in this like red vinyl kind of dress nice. Nice. that just like hugged the ass cheeks. And she was like friends of friends because it was thrown by these people called like Moon Tribe and like everybody kind of knew like oh, my buddy Moon Al Tribe. Chang. Yeah, Moon Tribe. Yeah, Al Chang and the Moon oh. Tribe people. So uh, I was at this rave in the middle of the desert and this girl who was like one of the most amazing looking women in an amazing vinyl outfit and I was on a heavy amount of hallucinogens. Sure. She carried with her this little lamp that looked like a creature and she just put it next to herself and she was dancing. And I was just like tripping hard. I was looking at this lamp that had these big eyes on it, like a sure. like a stuffed animal lamp. Very weird. And I was really high. And I just fucking stared at that thing for like ever. And the girl was like dancing by it. And this was like, you know, when you're when you're on hallucinogens, like the vibes or what it's all about. Like what's these sure. vibes? This girl was not only was she just knockout gorgeous, but she had this like real peaceful, cool vibe. Her aura, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so like I was like, this bitch is the star child. And I had this revelation that she was a star child, and this lamp was like her universal traveling companion. Cool. So I, she would find her way into my work creatively. <laughs> so wait, you, you obsessed about some girl you saw yeah. at a rave, maybe could have gotten with because you tenuously knew her. But didn't even pursue. I think I had no chance in hell. This girl was, you know, she looked like Heather Graham. Come on. And I was just a little spindly kid. But, but so here's the funny thing. Uh, my buddy's wedding... Al Chang's wedding about 20 years later. Yeah. I saw her because she was imprinted in my brain because she was like friends of friends or whatever. I saw her at the wedding. Yeah. And I kept just kind of like trying to float around her. Star like, child. Yeah, but she was, you know, like, you know, 40 now or whatever. Whoa. And, um, so 20 years, 97, 2007. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, 2007. No, it was like, it was like 15 years later. And, uh, I saw her. She was older and stuff, still cute. And then I tried to, like, Facebook stalk her. Couldn't find her. Anyway, uh, let's do one last poem. <laughs> Can I, I read this one? I, I, I really, really want to bring one home. Yeah. I really want to bring one home. Give right, me let me, let me, let me, Let me see a perfect one for you. I hope, I hope, I can't wait to people start transcribing this work and really kind of appreciating. They won't. Like, it's almost like I'm reading the work of a dead man, but it's me. What are you? Which is, which is amazing. Well, what are you thinking? Imagine oh, yeah. the dead man being yourself. Yeah. Do you, you want to... Do you want sad, a.k.a. emo, or do you want psychedelic? Yeah, let's do emo. What? Buck, you want emo? I want emo. I'll deliver emo. I can I do emo. Yeah, well, all right, what's this wait, one wait, called? Does this just... one have a title? Angry oh, Black wait, 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 Here it is. Here it is. I pray to Venus Oh, for the only one. I like that. Wow. I like that already. I like Venus. that already. I was writing about the Gillette Razor. 
No. Oh, well. Um, I pray to Venus for the only one. Mm. Someone tell me I'll be fine. One more blue tear will drown my wine. So tired of being tied up. If I was free, I'd self-destruct. Whistling Dixie to my lemonade. Get paid with karma. Holding my place. I can't be in love with you. <laughs> wow. Head down, I feel tied up. If I was free, I would self-destruct. I can't agree with how I feel. My mind acts like my heart's a shield. Think away my emotions. Mm. I pray to Venus for the only one. Oh. That was wow. that was my drop the mic moment. That That's where deep. I just walk off the stage. Sexual chocolate! <laughs> That's the one when I do when I do slam poetry when people ask for yeah. like the encore. Right. It's a, oh my god! Someone's calling on my fucking phone. Uh, that Venus is that's the one where I drop the mic and I just walk off the stage. Yeah, you know? yeah. And all the girls go, oh, oh my god! And they go see you backstage and nothing because you're a poet. Yeah, I mean, no, you don't do shit. If I got, if yeah. I got shit out of it, it would ruin my yeah. muse. You're a poet. Yeah, your muse you're Venus. Ang- angry black man. Usually, my my sexual maneuver as a poet is that like. I get real close to putting it in, but I don't. Oh. Yeah. Not even... Oh, you're a cock tease. Like yeah. Said, you're I, teasing her with your cock. Like we it, said before on earlier shows, you're beating around the bush literally. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I wave it around. Right. And then I do the helicopter dance. You know the helicopter where you kind of wing it back and forth? Kind of like a windshield wiper on the thighs, you know, until eventually it gets sore. Right. And then as you get older, you think it might fall off. And then I, uh, <laughs> and then that's, I, that's the age I haven't reached. But okay, yeah. <laughs> this shit might fall off someday, dude. Maybe you're doing that too much. <laughs> and then I sit down. I grab you're, a. You're mean to your wang. <laughs> my notes on my iPhone, and then I just write more poetry. Oh. Also available on iTunes, the original Kings of Podcasting, starring Todd Perry and Mark Chambers. Download it today. Uh, okay, so now there was Eduardo de Valifierno, mm-hmm. who referred to himself as the Marquise. Oh, God. Which I'd love to refer to myself as. I want to refer to myself as anything. I don't refer to myself. I let other people refer to me. Your name is Mark. Yeah, yeah Marquise. But, uh, it is short for Marquise. Oh, God bless it. And he was a con man who allegedly masterminded the theft of the Mona Lisa. <laughs> what? Yes. But he didn't pull it off, clearly. No, he, no. Uh, it, Valifierno paid several men to steal the work from the Louvre. Mm. The thief then hid the Mona Lisa under his coat and simply walked out the door. It is smaller than people realize. Is this like a Wes Anderson film? <laughs> I really hope there's a tiny flag. Someone absconding into the night with the Mona Lisa out the door? Dear thieves. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Ray, I can just see Ray Fiennes walking in there. Please give our painting back. Signed, The Curators. Right. And it's like in really cute handwriting. Yeah, the curators, yes. So, uh, oh, just a real quick plug here. Um, while we were off, I did a, I put out a show. It's ten episodes called "The Original Kings of Podcasting" with uh, Mark Chambers that we did low budget with. It's been on this show. Who? 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 Huh. Mark Chambers. Mm. Ah. So me and Mark, we put together this show. I think it's really cool. A lot of people caught on to it and got hip to it. And I think it's good shit. Um, uh, that being said, uh, Elliot, you listened? 
to uh have you heard the original I, Kings I, of Podcast? I, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't listen oh to Oh my any god. Podcasts. You sound like Mark. I haven't heard it. You have no idea. I've seen the Facebook posts of it and I go, Oh, look at that. And there's a Facebook friend post. You think you think uh that's something you'd be into? I... The original Kings of Podcast? it's me. No, I'd be just listening, waiting to chime in and saying, Why didn't I why aren't I there? Right, this, right is yeah. my is my thing. Yeah. Why aren't I there? I can't not think that. It's like the line where is it uh, Tim Meadows when he play, uh, he was uh, Billy D. Williams on like the news one time on Saturday Night Live, and he's like, "The more I watched episode one, The Phantom Menace, the more I realized I wasn't in it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it was just like Mark and I wanted to do something that was aside from like if we had you on, it would basically it would just be like far out with Mark, right? Right. And then if if Mark and I did. The show, and then we had like John Sowen or Mike Chaffee, then it would basically be the low budget FM reunion, or if we had Elliot on or whatever. Right. This way, you know. So it was like, let's do something completely different and not, because if, if you do Far Out with Mark, then people are just going to compare it to Far Out. Right. right. If you do low budget reunion thing, then it's going to be compared. We just want to do the, its own thing, put it out 10 episodes, see if people dig it. And it's, it's got a good response. So uh, yeah. feel free to check that out. It's on iTunes, just like this show. If you like this show, you'll probably dig it. It's kind of wacky. Um, OGKOP. OGKings.com. And now we're going to finish yep. with something right up Buck's Alley. That's a deep, dark alley. Very vast, it's cavernous. A, it's, a, it's a wide, vast world. Region, yes. Now, Bucky, who is the Hi. who is the judge on divorce court these days? Million? Huh? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I don't. No, not even a second. Million, baby. <laughs> they ain't replacing her. I met her in person. And, oh, you bragged about that. Greatest days of my life. <laughs> so, judge even Mil- more beautiful. I'm bucket, just putting that out there. Bucket million. list? Did that like oh, hit your bucket list? Fuck her in two seconds. <laughs> she's she's the shit. She's got. I that, think she's uh, a grandma, but she's the shit. She's got that T-Boz haircut. <laughs> hey, T-Boz rocked it. Shut up. <laughs> Lisa left. My wife has tickets to go see, uh, what is it? TLC? Um, New Kids on the Block. Oh. TLC and Nelly. Wait. Nelly? Yeah. I think Nelly just got brought up on like meth charges. Yeah, and, and so she was like, I don't think Nelly's going to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, and I was like, TLC, TLC has some good music, Hot but... Her. Uh, but uh, Lisa left I Lopez. She was hot, like she was cute. So they're TLC. doing it without her. Well, she's dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, obviously, yes. Like, are they? Is there a Destiny Child tour without Beyonce? What's going on? Well, it's a little different. I mean, you can do. I mean, what, what do you have? Like Debrat rap in her spot? That's what I. That's who I get. She Debrat had that. Debrat was cute. Not quite as cute as Lisa Left I Lopez, but uh, she had some swagger. You know. <laughs> I can, I can picture that. So okay, so Judge Million had a very interesting scenario. I want to get Buck's take on this about a couple being divorced. Huh? And uh, you got to you got to hear what came up in her court. Divorce and Million, I'm down. He accused me. This Objection. sounds, Mr. Seller. <laughs> no. Okay. This no. sounds ridiculous, but um, he accused me of sleeping with the entire Wu Tang Clan. She did. Um, I well, did do not. you even know the Wu Tang Clan? She went back this is not, hold on, okay. hold on. This is not people's court. It's divorce court. Divorce court. I'm sorry. That's not million. I'm drunk and stupid right now. <laughs> okay. Million is people's court. This is Judge Maybelline Ethram, I believe. <laughs> just from the no. voice? Just from the yeah, voice. Just from the voice. I can tell that this is... Uh, 
she's the black lady judge, and she does the uh, judge show. She does yes. divorce court. Yeah, this is Maybelline Ethram. I, I seriously know this. What's her middle name? I don't know. <laughs> What's her social? Esther. <laughs> Maybelline Esther Ethram is is what she was born under. So the, okay, so he, this guy is accusing her of sleeping with the entire Wu Tang Clan. The now, whole clan. Like the okay. whole clan. Now, like the my cl- twirlers. Capadonna. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> was is it? Okay, so you have eight members of the Wu. I mean, like, did, did she blow the ghost of ODB is the question. But right. also, do you include Inspector Deck and Capadonna, or do you go so far as the Wu-Tang affiliates, which is like 500 other guys? The entourage, yeah. The killer bees. Yeah. I mean, the guy that chopped his dick off. Grave diggers. Yeah, there's some crazy, crazy shit out the, there. The, the Wu-Tang is like, you know, it, it runs deep. Let me see. Okay. You did know him. Well, yes, I yeah. had... An amazing night one night and a really good opportunity. <laughs> it was I, amazing, all right. Hang, hang. Mr. Sam, it was please. amazing. Um, yes. Well, how amazing was it? It was. <laughs> she gave Wu some things. I did not. Oh, know. nice. She gave Wu some things. And she gave Wu some tang. Yeah. Oh, did he say some he tang or thangs? Some tang. We, tang oh, is that's. I fucked that up too. I appreciate that. Now I, I'm thinking if. My it's, wife. It's weird how I could shot call Maybelline Ethram, but I, I, I missed that right there. <laughs> All right, go ahead. If my wife slept with maybe two members of the Wu Tang Clan, then I would probably have to use a uh, a. I'd have oh, to use yeah. a, a condom usually, right, right. I, and not not the thin condom, no, uh, the the thick one. And then also, I'd have to probably use some kind of apparatus on my wiener to make it appear thicker and longer, because <laughs> she would probably not be satisfied again after the Wu hits it. You're you're fucked. Wu-Tang Clan Mr. ain't nothing Seller, to fuck with. Nothing inappropriate happened. And let me just, you know, put on the record that the Wu-Tang is nothing but gentlemen. Nothing to they fuck with. I thought you was going to say nothing to fuck with right there. <laughs> Wu-Tang, like, just like uh, ODB said Wu-Tang is for the children, she said Wu-Tang is gentlemen. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Wow. Highly respectful. I had no... I, I never... I would never cheat on him. But mm-hmm. also... I don't know if this is appropriate to say, but I would never be like a bust down or a groupie in mm-hmm. that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's a bust, bust down? down. Yeah, I don't that. know that one. Bust down. Oh, maybe. Oh, she'll get with you on the bus. Oh, on the tour bus. Bust down. Oh, get yeah. a a bus bang. Hmm. Yeah, bang bus. Oh. great website by the way. Bangbus.com. Uh, enter promo code far out one two three four a. BZ Charles Gatunga Minor with an R. Oh, and listen to after the show uh, for Buck's middle name to enter in there. You have to listen to the whole show for that. Yeah. Yo. It just bust so happened. Bust down. That's a new one. I don't know bust down. Yeah. I don't know bust down. Okay. Bust so down. I, I kept my lady points Maybe together. Lane. Okay. Uh-huh. And, but basically, what happened is I met Wu Tang. I got on their tour bus. I went back to the hotel and I was just hanging mm. out all night. And it was amazing. And I mean, mm. we weren't. We were not yeah, doing anything exactly. but talking. Were you po- were you with Mr. Sellers? No. Were you dating no, Mr. Sellers? I was yeah. dating him. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, I talked with Ray. Yes, Quan. I was dating him at the time, yeah. and he was living. I can imagine. I talked with Ray Kwan about Sarah Palin. We were talking politics. What the fuck is this shit? We were we were talking about possible changes to the alternative minimum tax right. with uh, Ghostface Killer. I like. Uh, when, whenever you see like Method Man being interviewed, it's like, okay, son, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, in order to get one cogent point out, it takes about 27 minutes. It's like, right. you know what I'm saying? Okay, son, word is born. You know what I'm saying? Alternative minimum tax must be much lower. Okay, son, word is born. Wu Tang, whoever. 
Okay, well, Method Man, what I'm thinking about is possibly if there were reforms to Obamacare, it could probably be in the sector of maybe the gold package. We should change some things. That's what I'm saying, son. Okay, right, man. Word is born, man. 36 chambers all the way. You got to change the gold package to give you mandatory speculum inspections before that gynecologist trip. You know what I'm saying? Wu-Tang. That's what I'm thinking a policy debate is like. That was meth at my house. Mm-hmm. And now I lost track of time and I didn't really oh. look at the time and all of a sudden I look at my clock and I'm seven in the morning and I was like, I gotta get out of here. And so I jumped in a taxi and I went home immediately. And as soon as I was at home, I get approached by Nate and he starts accusing me of sleeping with them all. And Now, Buck, if your significant other comes home at seven in the morning says she was just hanging out with the entire Wu-Tang Clan in a hotel room. Right. Would you believe that possibly she was having sexual intercourse with the entire clan? I would think, uh, I would call gang bang on the Wu-Tang. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's she's processed goods at this point. I mean, if the whole Tang went, if the whole clan went through her, it's not good. Yeah. The clan. Tang, the Tang clan is to the, the right. Yeah, it's, it's it, the Tang is tainted. Uh, Elliot. Oh, no, I... I I think she's bullshitting and she probably fucked someone else. You can't get the entire Wu-Tang <laughs> in one hotel room. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's, that you'd be all shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. I would actually, here's the deal. I would have problems with my wife cheating on me, but if she didn't put out for the Wu, <laughs> that would be disrespectful. That's disrespect, yeah. yeah. That's just straight up. I, I would, if she didn't, I would go personally back to the room and I'd be like, Yeah, Wu-Tang Clan, motherfucker, 36 chambers, full life. <laughs> they Shout all man. sound the same. Okay. And I'd be like, uh, hi, um, is um, you God in there? Is you God? Where is born, son? I'd just like to apologize for the fact that my wife last night did not put out for anyone. Not one guy in the Wu-Tang. Not Inspector Deck, not Capadonna, not the Rizza, the Jizza, not the ghost of the old dirty bastard, not the Method Man, not Ray Kwan, or... The 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 uh, the ghost face killer, or like everybody. Oh, you're, you're doing good. You're doing good. You won't diss them by not remembering them because no one knows who the hell's in the clan. Anymore. That's true. Anyway, so I you know I would be upset if that didn't happen. I like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. Oh, my, my name is Todd Perry. Buck Perez, thank you for finally making it. Ah, and Elliot, thank you so much, sir. We'll be back with another show next week. OGKings.com. Check out the show. <laughs>